This week's on Dad's on film and the Hulk. Get, where's your Hulk impression? Ah! Oh, God. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> whoa. How would you say 101st, that? First, Dave. Hundred and first. Does that make please sense? Le- okay. Please leave that 100. in. It's just yeah. Horrible. The thing is, I didn't hate it. I didn't no. hate it. It was fine, but actually, on paper, it should have been. It shouldn't have been fine. It should have been amazing. But it, but it is not. <laughs> it is not a great way to stay in shape. Hello. Hi. This laptop's so close to just giving up for good. <laughs> I think maybe you need some sort of. Um, I don't know, alternative or backup plan. Maybe, maybe. Hmm. Uh, Okay. Anyway. Well, I can't uh, see you, Gregory. I can hear you nice and clear, but I can't see you. Well, I can see you fine. Maybe you'll you'll be able to see me uh, later on in the episode. Uh, Who knows? Mm. It'd be like a big uh, reveal. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) It'd be like, um, what's he called? Chris Lower. You watch Pet Shop Boys at Glastonbury, where for the first half half of the first few songs... The screen wouldn't lift. You're back. To support him. I'm back now. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't lift, so what could you see? Just like his feet, like like <laughs> naked attraction. <laughs> yeah, just playing, key- playing keyboards behind, behind, the, um, behind the screen. Um, and then, um, what's he called? Neil Tennant. Um, it was just on his own. Know. Why singing. do you know all these people's names? That's Pet Shop Boys, isn't Smash it? Smash um, Yeah. Uh, but Neil Tennant's <laughs> Big like, fan of Smash yeah. <laughs> You'll see Chris Lowe is here. You'll see him later on in the show. <laughs> like, oh, oh, just a really random time. The screen opens and he's there. But he's been there all along. The screen that would lift. It's amazing. <laughs> Meanwhile, Neil, oh, Neil, Neil, Neil Tennant's wearing this giant tuning fork on his face. <laughs> and everyone on, Twitter's, everyone on Twitter's saying, ah, there's Diana Ross's tuning fork that she didn't have earlier on. <laughs> she sounded oh, terrible. So, how are you? I think I've just recovered from our um, our 100th episode a week well, ago. <laughs> I, I had just recovered. Then I went to a wedding on Saturday. So I got absolutely mm. steaming willy beaming. And uh, I've uh, only just recovered from that. But school holidays. Whose wedding was it? Charlie's. Charlie and Steph's. Congratulations, Charlie and Steph. Ah, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not listeners, mm. but yeah, uh, congratulations no. anyway. Uh, but yeah, well, I had a belt in time um, mm. and, uh, you know, taught the dance floors, what I usually do at a wedding. And, uh, <laughs> it was a great way to stay in shape. Uh, this yep. is episode 101. <laughs> a two. A one, two, three, four. I'm Dave. And I'm Greg. And we love watching films. Great films. Bad films. Blockbusters. Classics. Indie films, cheesy films, superhero films. But as dads, we especially love watching family films with our kids. So we've made a podcast all about it. This is Dads on Film. Easy, easy, easy. Well, I had a big, I had a very big weekend, Gregory, and I'm still feeling it. It was immense so uh friday we went to tramlines festival oh. over in our in our our native sheffield well native for those four years we were there um yeah. yes we went to tramlines festival in sheffield just just for the friday because we kept too old and we can't hack it yeah. um and i went with my sisters obviously my wife my sisters and, and uh 
my brother-in-laws, and we had a great old time. It was Excellent. very, very good. Talk, talk me through drank it. Who a, did you drank see? A, drank, well, I drank a lot of seven-pound pints, which was good. Um, seven pounds. We saw. <laughs> yeah, that was ridiculous. Like, oh, oh my god. Yeah. Wow. No one to get into it, but I spent an absolute fortune. Oh, um, who did I watch? The 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 main stage kicked off with nineties favorite Shed Seven, um, yeah. who I was like, I didn't really have any sort of expectations, and they were really really good. So yeah. that that was fun. Cool. Um, who else did we see? We went over and just like went into some like random, you know, like the random tent. So there's like a lead mill tent. So we like watched a bit of uh, you know a few little bits of bands there. Um, there was there's like a comedy tent, so we went in there a little bit. There was a musical bingo thing going on, <laughs> a bit like bongos, but it was it was mental, which was oh, really cool. good fun. We watched these two guys in there, and I can't remember the names of them. I'll find the names of them. And what they did was it was just two two best mates, two electric guitars, and they've got like a little drum machine on the floor, and they just played nineties club classics, oh, um, nice. and it was amazing. So you like Zombie Nation and all that sort of stuff, and they just started yeah. to come on. They go, hi, we're, uh, again, I'll find the name in a minute. Um, we have got a 45-minute set, and we're going to play 57 songs. Let's go. Basically <laughs> <laughs> just did it, and it was immense. Oh. It was so good. They were like, everybody was just going crazy. If I'm perfectly honest, they were the best things we saw. They were amazing. Oh, wow. It was oh, so cool. good. Um, they are called, they are called the In Here Brothers um, and they do 90s dance, trance and pop music played by two similar looking men on guitars. Um, yeah, and it was really, really good. So we saw them. Who else did we go and see then? Um, we saw James, who yeah. were extremely disappointing. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just like they've just got their own agenda. Um, which yeah. I think they've always had. I've seen. I think I've, I've seen them a couple of times at, at, at other things. But yeah, they just completely have their own agenda. So they'll play like two big hits, and then the rest of it is here's a song we wrote in lockdown in LA. You know, and and people are like, we don't care. Come on, it's a fe- <laughs> you know. I think you need if if you're at a festival, you need to play to the festival crowd. Everybody would just like, yeah, all right, yeah. cool. Yeah. And they just got significantly like odder as the as the um, the set went on. Like there's there was a I, I, I don't know you know all, all I know is Tim Booth obviously from from James, but there's a guy on on trumpet and he's got like a radio mic on it, so he was just like floating around you know like running around the stage and stuff playing the trumpet. And he started he he came, uh, he, he came on and he was wearing like a camouflage coat. Going, Fine. And as the songs went on, he put, there was just more military gear that he just put on throughout. So, like, next thing he had loads of medals, and then he had, like, a big, like, you know, like, Vietnam helmet on, you know, wow. all that sort of stuff. And then gog, goggles at one point, and I was just like, I don't think I get this joke, no. if this is a joke no. at all. So, you know, whatever. And then uh, ended with Sam Fender, who uh, I know you're not, you're not a particularly big fan of him. I, I like him, um, but... Every single song sounded exactly the same. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> whoa. Yeah. We like football. So a lot of reason. Newcastle United. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. That was Good. Greg's impression of somebody from Newcastle. Um, <laughs> yeah, every song sounded the same. Load of reverb. That's about it. So, yeah, yeah, pretty disappointing in that. But those two chaps on the guitars, they were mint, so that made it. Yeah, cool. so that was my uh, that was my Friday night. So, it was, yeah, really late. 
and very drunk and hungover. And then good friends, uh, Alisan and Richard came over on Saturday afternoon and we drank from about four o'clock in the afternoon till half past two in the morning. And Sunday was a really bad day. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. That was my weekend. Great. Good stuff. Um, so Jen sent us a little voice note reviewing two uh, fairly recent films. Uh, so here she is. Hello, David and Gregory. Um, I have a couple of reviews for you. Um, we've watched two films recently, um, quite long ones, so we had to split them over two days each. Um, both very, very different. First one, The Batman. We really, really liked it. It was great. Um, loved the <coughs> film noir story, the you know, old-style detective who did it, you know, that type of thing. Um, but Robert Pattinson was just brilliant. He was such a good Batman. Um, I'd read once that the character was based on sort of Kurt Cobain, on, you know, someone who's been thrust into the limelight and doesn't really want that, you know, to be that famous. And I think Robert Pattinson, it echoes his life and he couldn't have played the part any better than he did. Um, there was like a naivety to him. You could tell he, as Batman, he was still learning things. You know, he would have a massive fight and then he'd get battered or he'd be there in his Batmobile revving it up and then he'd stall it. It was just really, it was quite refreshing to see a character starting out and, and learning as he goes along. Um, and I just think that this particular type of Batman, um, it was just made for Robert Pattinson. I think he was just so good. And I'm, I'm quite looking forward to the next one, really. I think he plays it brilliantly. The second one we watched was The Northman. Um, okay, so I, I also read this was this is the most authentic Viking film of all time based on the costumes and the, the stories. And, and do you know what? That was brilliant. It was so good. The I felt like I had a really intense history lesson when you learn, you're learning about the rituals, you're learning about um, the day-to-day -day life. It, that was that was so interesting. But the film itself was just bloody awful. It was so long-winded. You'd have these horrific fights um, where you'd just be like, oh, God, cringing the things they would do to each other. And then the next minute, this really long monologue, and then there'd be some weird god floating into the sky. And it was just very, very hard going. Um, I would not recommend watching that film at all. But, no, I just wouldn't. <laughs> it was terrible. I'd much rather watch The Batman again. Congratulations on the 100 episodes. Keep it up. See you soon. Bye. I need to see The Northman. Uh, ah. I can... I mean, you've got to be in the mood for these um, Robert Eggers. Yeah, you've I mean. really... It... Yeah, it's a it's yeah, <laughs> yeah a particular mood for maximum viewing pleasure or displeasure. Um, yeah, I think I I liked it because it was so wild, but it definitely isn't perfect, and it's not its strongest film. And this film's a pretty weird anyway. So there you go. Yeah. Um, do you think cool? But the Batman, yeah. Do you think the Batman? Will, go on, sorry, do you go think on. the Batman will stand the test of time and become like a classic Batman film? No. I don't think it will. Sheerly because the it's so excessive. And I think, I know The Dark Knight was, but I think that was like, you know, the a sequel to a very successful film. And I think because this one's, you know, starting this new sort of 
I don't know, franchise, I suppose. And it's like three hours long. There's another Joker in it. There's, you know what I mean? And it, it's mm. <clears throat> not that I didn't enjoy it. I really, really liked it. Yeah. I really liked it. But I, I just think it was too, um, too excessive, you know, to, for the first film in this new, in this new thing. So I, no, I don't, I don't. And I don't think it's as rewatchable. Yeah as it could have been. Do you know what I mean? I've not seen it since we watched it in no, March. No, and I will March, I will it? watch it again. But, yeah. Uh, oh, no, I, I plan on watching it again pretty soon because Max hasn't seen it. Yeah. And I'm sure I love it. And I'm sure I really enjoy it. But I've not sort of rushed out to see it again. And it is available to, you know, download and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. What do you think? Um, yeah, I... I, I, I I loved it, but I didn't find it accessible. I, I had to work to love it, and yeah. and I think it was yeah yeah it was a bit sort of too much. Um, but there's so much to like about it that I think for me it will kind of stand yeah. in its own right as its own. You know what I mean? It's I think it's different enough from everything yeah, else. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, and yeah. I look I look yeah, forward definitely. to seeing what he inevitably does next with it. We'll see. Yeah, um, interesting. Yeah, we will see. I'd I'd like them to hold off on the Joker. I know we saw him, but I think if they're doing a trilogy, they should like tease it again in the next one, and then in the third one, then do do your full Joker thing, and that'll be like you know the end of the big story. Yeah, I think um, that's a good idea. Which I just don't think I don't think studios do it well enough anymore. They they just sort of like oh you know throw all your cards, yeah, yeah, yeah. use all your cards at once. Do you know what I mean? Where I think like if you just just relax a little bit. It's it's like um, it's like the the latest Star Wars trilogy and how the very last film, you know, like they, they did, you know, the first one did quite. What is it? Force Awakens did really well. Last Jedi didn't do as well, and then they're like, right, well, we need we need the Emperor in it again for the end. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If they'd only gone back, if they'd only teased it in the first film and then teased it in the second, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, it would have had so much more of a payoff than just. Uh, throw it in well, for the sake of it. Um, you know I mean? The disappointing thing is, I, I, I hate the fact when they make a trilogy like that, there's no overarching vision sometimes. So with the Star Wars trilogy, they literally yeah. said to um, Ryan Howard, no, Johnson. Ryan Johnson, sorry, Ryan Howard. Howard. <laughs> Ryan Johnson, <laughs> uh, for the second one. Right, so they sat down like, around the board table and said, so what's your, where do you think it goes next? And he had, and it was yeah. like, and there's no like, and there were very maybe basic blueprints of we want you to get to this vague point by the end of it, but how you get yeah. there doesn't matter. So so much so that when Abrams came back in for the third one, I've still not seen the third one, but it kind of it, dis- yeah. it disregarded all of the second one because there was no plan. They had to wreck on it, yeah. Essentially, <laughs> that, well, that's what it was. He, he JBJ Abrams like put these new characters in place, like you know, and, and teased you know Snoke, wasn't it? Grand, yeah, whatever, Supreme whatever he's called Snoke and everyone's like oh this is really interesting okay who could this person be and then just kill him off in the second yes. one and JJ Abrams is like oh shit I'm gonna have to mop up all this mess <laughs> yeah, now yeah. and then just retcon everything you know they even say oh Leia not Leia Ray is like she's no one she's not somebody of no significance and that's the point in the second one but then it, you know right at the start of the third one Oh no no, she's a. That was, we're lying. You know, ignore that. We're <laughs> yeah, lying about yeah, yeah. that. She's actually the emperor, the emperor's granddaughter, or whatever it is. It's like, oh, God. Yeah. Okay then. Cool. Yeah. Mm. Hey ho. Anyway. 
Uh, Christian oh, uh, has messaged. One second. You. Christian has messaged Gregory. He he said um, off the back, and I suppose we spoke about this briefly. But he said off the back of late year, do you think it would have performed better if Tim Allen was involved? Um, so I think we we spoke about this about what we thought they were going to do. You know, are they going to do a Woody's Roundup uh, film, which I think is inevitable, but. We didn't actually touch on whether we think it was the right thing to replace, you know, you know, financially or critically, it was the right thing to replace Tim Allen. What, what do you reckon? I don't, I don't get why they did. Um, and I think, yeah, I think it would have been, it's a no-brainer for them to get Tim Allen back to do it. So why didn't they? And as, as, as someone who loves the franchise, yeah. it does kind of leave a bit of a sort of sour taste like, why don't you just get like for unnecessarily leaves a sour taste of why don't you just get Tim Allen to do it? I mean, yeah. he didn't sound that different to Tim Allen's but like Buzz Lightyear. And I get the whole thing they're saying is like he's, yeah. he's he's not based on that. Well, if he's not based on that, then why did Tom Hanks voice the old Woody's Roundup and he would voice the toy? So you know what I mean? Yeah. So you got yourself in knots there straight away. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. for something that I mean that you know, you alluded to like the fact that Tim Tim Allen, for whatever reason, might not be a particularly politically favourable person to cast or, or whatever. Mm. But he's do he's yeah. doing um he's doing uh the Santa Claus, isn't he? So Santa Claus T V show. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I don't really I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Why not? And there must be a reason why not. Yeah. I don't think I don't well, think I don't think would have saved it. Chris Evans is Captain America, isn't he? That's well, yeah. No, I don't. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it for next week. I think. Oh yeah, you've not seen it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's worth a watch. I want to. I, no, I want to see you think about it. it. I like you know, as as with many of these things, Tiger saves it. Good old Tiger. Anyway, mm, we'll see. <laughs> um, I've got a question for you then, Go Greg. <laughs> what the hell is coming up on today's hundred and one <laughs> hundred. Hundred, hundred and first. How would you say that? First, hundred and first. Does that make please sense? Le- please okay. leave that bit in because that's <laughs> that's quite hilarious. That you can't do. <laughs> I'm going. Is it hundred and one? Hundred and first? Yes, it is hundred and first. Oh, good God. Um, well, go on then. What's coming up on today's episode? <laughs> well, unfortunately, eleventh episode in season four. <laughs> Um, so <laughs> hopefully hopefully uh, it will pull into the platform uh, by next week but we've got some movie news for you this week we are also going to be chatting about mm. new uh, Netflix action thriller Ryan Gosling Amadiamas uh, Billy Bob Thornton uh, The Grey Man then uh, we will that's about it really isn't it there will be we get back on that what's on <laughs> the box we see what's on the box because we won't be getting back on the movie train because the movie train has gone without us yeah with the uh, no passengers. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. It's a bus it's a bus bus replacement. It's a bus replacement <laughs> service, yeah. National Express. Uh it takes a little bit longer. Yeah. There we go. Under the one. Take a breath. <laughs> cool. We're diving in. Before we get into news, I I watched another little movie this okay. week. I'd quite like to just talk about real quickly. Right. So I mentioned this a few weeks ago. Um, 
but it's finally come on to sort of digital download. And this is the um, Scott Derrickson film. So Scott Derrickson directed the, he's quite known for directing like horror films, but he directed the first um, Doctor Strange film uh, and then left Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness due to that, you know, creative differences or whatever. Yeah. Um, so went away and went, got back to his horror roots um, and made this film, directed this film that came out earlier this year called The Black Phone, starring Ethan Hawke. Oh. Um Basically, it, it's a it's it's a little sort of like supernatural horror, um, set in the eighties or late late seventies, early eighties, um, in Denver, yeah. in, in the US, obviously, um, in this town. And basically, what it is is there's there's um, a child abductor, um, you know, uh, uh, terrorizing this town essentially. Yeah. So there's quite a few boys, young boys, have, have gone missing um, over you know a period of months. Um, and obviously, everyone's like, you know, what the hell's going on? And all the kids are calling this, 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 you know, abductor the grabber. Um, <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, exactly, a bit dark. Uh, but it follows um, young boy fin- uh, Finley, Finney, Finney. Okay. I think he's called Finney, but he's like, call me Finn. Um, anyway, <laughs> it follows Finn, um, who basically gets 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 abducted. Um, by and by Ethan Hawke's character, the Grabber, and he and he's I think he's going to go down as like a real like icon in like horror now because okay. he's so creepy. He wears this like really weird like almost like devil mask, this like white devil mask, and he's got like quite big hair, and he's he's very his, his character is very flamboyant, and he's he's quite childlike, but then very sinister, and it's really creepy. It just really like unsettling performance that he does. Um, it's really really cool. cool. Anyway, he's, uh, F- Finn is abducted and he's put into this this like really grotty basement. And all there is in this basement is a bed, uh, a little bathroom, and this black phone on the wall. You know, like a proper old dial-up. You know, you know, one of those ones. And basically, what 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 happens is it's got this like supernatural element. The phone rings and only Finn can hear. Sure, you didn't speak to me about voices of. You sure? Did you not speak about this last week? I think I've mentioned it, but I've only I've only no 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 I've only I've literally watched it this weekend. But I think I've mentioned it to you in passing about the you know when when the trailer came out. But basically, yeah, it's he's helped by the voices of basically like the spirits of the the previous boys. Essentially, you know, they're all they're all sort of died. So yeah, it's got this really creepy sort of like sinister feeling, but then it's got that sort of supernatural element, and it's about this like young boy who needs to kind of overcome his fears and actually become, you know, quite yeah, I don't know, like emotionally strong and confident and that sort of stuff. And it's a really really good little little horror film, not like dead scary. There's a couple of jump scares and there's you know there's a bit of blood and things like that, but there's nothing too too sort of shocking. It's more just like I think it's all in like Ethan Hawke's performance, and he's he really is like pretty pretty wonderful oh, in it. So, it's got a Daniel um, Faraday. I highly recommend it. The, the Black Phone. Um, Daniel Faraday from Lost. Yep. Who, who's who Lost. That? You know, like the scientist guy on Daniel Lost. Daniel Faraday from, yeah. I don't uh, know who he plays. I'll just look to the cast. Who, Desmond? No, Daniel Faraday off Lost. Daniel Faraday. Oh, no, is that his name in yeah, Lost? Yeah, yeah, Daniel Faraday. Jeremy Davis. Yeah. From... Uh, uh, I know. I do know what you mean. Yeah, he's from um, Saving Private Ryan. Yes, as well. But 
and twist and twister uh yes he plays he plays finn's dad his abusive father um but yeah really good really really good stuff um so yeah it's quite cool it's got like elements of like it and silence of the lambs in there as well yeah. you know that that sort of 80s feel yes yeah, cool. nice. really worth a watch where, where, so where can you see that it. there you go it's on digital download now greg oh, i see i see um i was, I was gonna say i um Right, I've not watched any extra films this week uh, because I've been quite busy. End of term vibes and lots going on and things like that. Um, mm. I did actually, whilst I was doing some other stuff the other evening on the sofa, um, like doing some work for someone, I stuck a baby driver on. So I had that one in the background. And, uh, yeah, oh, nice. Yeah, nice. Again, I've not seen it for a few years. So yeah, it's cool to have on. I just love that. Yeah. It's basically... It um, is, you, know, you know what we've not... Gone it's basically it. a dance. No, it's like the whole thing is like a dance. It's yeah. amazing. So clever. Mm. Go on. We need we need to do some TV chat as well in a minute. Okay, yeah. In fact, let's do it now. Here it is. TV chat. Recorded in front of a live studio audience. TV chat. So I I've um, there's one thing I want to speak about. I'll just really really quickly talk about uh, <laughs> just real, I'm just a real. few Stranger Things. I won't get uh, yeah I won't get <laughs> I won't yeah, yeah I won't give away too much about Stranger Things. So I don't think you finished it. No. Um, what I will say is it's fine. It needs to be far more disciplined because it's stupidly long. There's nine episodes in the season. Yeah. The last episode is like two and a half hours long. It is a f***ing slog okay. to get through. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed watching it, but it was getting to a point where I'm like, it's quarter to 12. Yeah. And I've not finished this episode. At one point I was counting, there was something like eight different storylines going on. Oh, wow. Once and I was, I was just like, I feel like this is a bit too so much. So before you go on to the main event, and I will catch up with Stranger Things. Yeah. And I, inevitably, because mm. everyone's yeah, yeah, watching yeah. it. It's one of them things where I need to watch it at some point. I'll, I'll jump in with, uh, yeah. I, I, the other thing I've been, I've been watching is Better Call Saul, because it's the final, they've had the mid-season hiatus nice. of the yeah. final season. So we're like two yeah. episodes into the last half of the last season now. And it is incredible. Excellent. It's so, so good. And nice. they're, they're, they're starting to, well, the, the, the last, the first episode of this half of season, if that makes sense. Is is probably probably mm. the best episode of Better Call Saul yet, um, and now they're starting oh, to sort wow. of accelerate the timeline a little bit to get, to bring it up to mm. to dovetail up with Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad. I feel it coming. Yeah. I wonder what Vince Gilligan's going to do now that he's exhausted the Breaking Bad universe. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see because he's definitely because it, it's kind of all he's done for the past like fifteen years or whatever it is. And, and would he's got very he's very he's got unique style and he's a sort of bit of a like yeah. from a from a sort of di- direct from a visual point of view, it's quite special. Would yeah. he? I mean, I know he did El Camino, but would it translate his that sort of style to anything on the big screen? It would have to be the right screenplay, wouldn't it, um, to be able yeah. to do something special? From what I can see, is there's nothing really in the works. Right. Okay. You know, like nothing like upcoming. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Um, so be interesting to see what happens. Mm, yeah. So headline act of TV chart. Then. <laughs> Should we give some context? Okay, so when, <laughs> let, let's let's give some context. So a week last Sunday, after we'd recorded our hundredth episode on the Friday, uh, oh, sorry, on the Saturday night, Greg and I, and children and wives were all very tired. The children weren't hungover. Let's put <laughs> just make that clear. Yeah. Um, but we were all very tired, and the adults moved. were really we really grumpy. The morning, could we? We just literally couldn't get the willpower to actually get up and get out of the house. So somebody, I think Matilda, Greg's daughter, was just like putting, I think we were watching some sort of Barbie thing, weren't we, on Netflix? Um, And then 
this program came on and very quickly one of us started watching it <laughs> and then somebody else just kind of like it caught somebody else's eye and they were doing they'd watch it and then like jane greg's wife suddenly appeared <sighs> and was just like completely transfixed with this tv show max came in and was like what's this and it was like you like that episode of the simpsons with the uh, the japanese tv show that like fully hypnotizes homer it was like that and even the kids and even like you know my son ben's autistic he, he, he there's not particular things that he will sit and watch and this program he was just completely like you know in a trance watching this program anyway this program was of course netflix's new amazing bake-off style game show is it cake (laughs) (laughs) do you want to tell people what it is what this what this program is great yes so so i'm gonna what's his name from saturday night live uh Mikey Day, Mikey yes, Day. Yes, got Mikey Day from Saturday Night Live. Mikey and Day. What he has is this revolving stage and um, a number of co- <laughs> number of contestants. The cake wall. The, 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 yeah, the cake wall, and they whittle it down across the season of like eight episodes from about eight contestants down to one one winner. And the cake wall spins yeah. round, and the first round is they have to identify out of all these objects which one is cake, and. Uh, and that gives you an advantage. If you correctly identify which one is cake, it can give you an advantage into the next round where you've got to yeah. produce produce something, produce a cake, and then try and fool these guest yeah. judges into whether it's cake or not. And that is basically the premise. Yeah. So it's like a it is like a Bake Off like uh, style. They've all got their own station. They're in the studio. They get a set number of hours to make it make it in. And uh, you've got Mikey Day commentating as they as they go around doing it, making quips and that. And it's about half an hour, and it's thoroughly, utterly fantastic yeah. and uh, <laughs> and mouth watering <laughs> and simple yeah. and stupid yeah. and oh so American, but yeah, just 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 completely brilliant. And so we watched. Yeah. We must have had about three episodes rolling one after the other at your house, didn't we? Mm. And then uh, yeah. one day. Uh, no, was it Monday? It was one day that week anyway. I was like, oh, what are we going to watch tonight? I was just absolutely shattered from work. I'm like, oh, yeah, we're going to watch the grand final of Is It Cake? <laughs> no, actually, so we did two We did two episodes with the kids before bedtime. We did one on, like, say, the Tuesday at yeah. 7 o'clock before bed. And then we, did, we all did the final together on, like, the Wednesday, all gathered around for the Is It Cake final. <laughs> Amazing. So cool. And I can't I, wait for series I, two. Max, Max was work. Yeah. Max was working really late every night last week, so like she was just sat at the, like the the dining table with a computer and just you know doing thing, doing all the work. I could have finished Stranger Things. I was like, man, what should I watch? And like kids were in bed, and this was just this was you know my you know yeah. kid free adult time in the evening. Yeah. I'm gonna watch uh, is it cake? <laughs> and then just yeah, every night last week was watching an episode. Yeah, yeah it's great. I also watched Love Death and Robot season three, which was brilliant, but there you go. Uh the suitcase, the winner, yeah, that was that was good. I was very impressed with that. Well, some of them were shite though, weren't they? Yeah. I was like that sewing pin was shocking. That, oh, yeah. yeah so I didn't think that sewing machine was particularly good. <laughs> anyway, there you go. Um so yeah, is it cake? Brilliant. It was cake, yes. But it, but it is not. It is not a great way to stay in shape. This is the news. 
So, it was Comic-Con this weekend. San Diego Comic-Con, back in full force. Um, and we got panels from Marvel, DC, um, and loads and loads of like little things going on. So, the first thing we got was um, they've done a Dungeons & Dragons uh, film. Okay, so they did a Dungeons & Dragons film in the 90s, and it was this really low-budget, like, horrible thing. But this one got a good cast it's got a, a a bit of money behind it so chris pine is in there hugh grant is in there uh, michelle rodriguez and, and a few others um i'm not really a big big follower of i've never played dungeons and dragons obviously but it's obviously off the back of stranger yeah, things isn't it um and they're definitely going for like a guardians of the galaxy type vibe that everybody's got a got a quip oh. you know everyone's got a you know a sarky comment yeah. to say and there's this like rock soundtrack oh. and that sort of stuff so yeah, I don't think the um, the hardcore Dungeons and Dragons fans will be particularly bothered about this film, but you know, whatever. It looked it looked fine. Um, what else did um, we get? I do kind of worry for um, what's he called? He did made Guardians. Uh, James Gunn. Remember his name? James Gunn, who did this brilliant thing and had this brilliant style and this brilliant tone. Yeah, he got right, and now it's just been kind of like overdone to death. Yeah. Tyker's come and overdone it with Love and Thunder. Mm-hmm. Other people are jumping on and doing it. And whilst what James Gunn did was great at first, now it's going to be a bit like, oh, they've ruined nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, what's, he, what's he going to do now? I think he'll do like a full-on horror next. Yeah. So it, so there's yeah. not, so he, he, he kind of like, he can quite easily shed that style and just go full-on, you know, brutal horror film or something like yeah. that i reckon but there, there you go um dc stuff we didn't we didn't get tons we got the, a Shaz- the new shazam trailer i do i did say you should show arthur shazam i think you'd really like it because it, it's oh, it's good that, it's yeah. really good fun very light-hearted um but yes we got a trailer yeah. for the sequel looks fine we got a black Ad- another black adam se- uh, trailer and the rock turns up in full black adam the, you know, uh, costume and it's like stood there with loads of lightning in, in Hall H with all the, uh, the the fans going wow, which was pretty cool. Um, Marvel, <clears throat> so we got our first um, full trailer for Wakanda Forever, so obviously the sequel to uh, Black Panther. Um, still, you know, it's not a full trailer, it's more of a teaser. Um, still don't really know what they're doing and how they're approaching it. You know, T'Challa, they're saying the T'Challa has is dead um so there will be a new black panther but it's it, we don't know how they get in there and who's taking that mantle so um yeah okay. look fine you know all right cool um and marvel sort of announced the the sort of timeline now moving forward through to um phase, phase five and phase six of marvel uh, of the mcu i took a little screenshot let's have a little look um yeah, I saw that. So let's just look at this. So apparently, uh, this is what we've got. So obviously, in July we got Thor: Love and Thunder. In August we're getting I Am Groot, which is like a little mini sort of TV series. We're also getting She-Hulk TV series. November we're getting Wakanda Forever. December we're getting Guardians of, Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. Um, February Ant Man three quantum mania which apparently is going to be very very important moving forward because it's going to have this new big villain in it um secret invasion tv series may next year we're getting the new uh, guardians galaxy volume three loads of other fil- uh, tv shows uh so the echo. marvels which is captain marvel 2 echo is from um it's, it's, the, deaf, from it's the deaf woman from Hawkeye. the deaf yeah yeah Loki season two, the Marvels, which is uh, Captain Marvel two, essentially Ironheart, 
X-Men animated TV series. We're getting a Blade film next summer, uh, next winter with Mahershala Ali. Agatha Harkness from WandaVision. Uh, she's getting a TV show next year, end of next year. We're getting an 18-episode Daredevil TV show with Charlie Cox, which is cool. May 24, we're getting Captain America New World Order, which is Captain America 4. Um, Thunderbolts TV show, which we sort of spoke about, which is all those villains. That's July 24. November 2024, which is, this is now the start of Phase 6, apparently. It's Fantastic Four. <sighs> Marvel Zombies. Spider-Man Freshman Year, which is an animated prequel. So we're not going to be getting any Spider-Man films till at least 2026. Um, so we're a good way away from that. And then basically we've got Avengers The Kang Dynasty, May 2025. So that's Avengers uh, 5, I suppose. And then following that in November 2025, Avengers Secret Wars. So Secret Wars is what we've been talking about for ages now, where all these multiverse characters and, and different versions of, of or variants of these you know people will come and they'll basically fight. <laughs> so... <sighs> How does all that make exhausting. you feel? Well, yeah, it makes me feel tired. Pretty, yeah, pretty hollow. <laughs> yeah. I just, Jesus, I just worry about oh, with the pace and the timing of the last. Well, let's say the first ten years of the MCU. So from like two thousand and eight mm. to, to like twenty eighteen. That yeah, that was phase one and two, right? Well, yeah, well, phase Endgame was three. Phase one, two, and three. Right. Okay. Endgame was the end of the no, one. Technically, no. Spider Man. Uh, no way home. No. Spider Man. Wait, what's it called? Homecoming. <laughs> God. Spider Man. Far from home. Right. Was the end of phase three because that was after Endgame, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, and now we're coming to the end of phase four. So, what it feels like. And I might be wrong about the pacing and timing, but it, it feels like they were nicely paced those for that first yeah. de- decade or so um, the MCU. And what's more, it was nicely planned. There was continuity between them all. Yeah. There was characters that would pop up in one place, but it'd be relevant because they were going to be in the next film. Yeah. I loved the fact that Spider-Man was introduced in Civil War so that by the time you yeah. got to Spider-Man, he was established and then they could sort of not have to go with the origins thing or anything like that. So there was, you had time to invest in the characters. And now I just think, yeah. I feel like it's boom, 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 boom. Oh, that thing from that random comic there, we're going to do a film about that. We're going to do a TV show about that random yeah. person there. And it just, the idea of it all, like, for me, lacks coherence. And I'm, my brain's yeah. switching off straight away going, I can't be bothered to get to know all these yeah. characters and stuff. So yeah. here you go. That's my feeling. I I feel now that obviously the first, like you say, in the first ten years, um, it it felt special. But now because of Disney Plus, you, we've got to think of it now because we're in this world of streaming. Disney Plus is essentially a TV channel. You know, yeah. I, you turn on ITV, you've got you know you've got episodic television. Every day, okay, and essentially that's what Disney Plus is now. So they have to produce all of this content. So we're looking at this stuff, going, they're making a TV show about that about that person. Who cares? So like, okay, Miss Ma- Ms. Marvel, which has just finished, apparently it was very good, but I've not watched a single episode. I've not been bothered in the slightest about it. But I think now Marvel's like, we actually don't care if if millions and millions of people are watching it because. 
content. Fun, you know, we, we have to produce. Yeah, you know, that's <laughs> it. We have to produce this content because this is our TV. You know, this is essentially our TV channel, and I don't know if that's a a good thing or a bad thing. I don't love it. Like one hundred percent, I don't love it. But also on the other side of things, I'm like, well, you're getting stuff for everybody, but it just happens to be superhero stuff so we're getting more comedies we're getting more horror slightly horror stuff we're getting more kind of like teen things because they're trying to make stuff that doesn't that isn't globally appealing but that that particular character or that particular show will appeal to you know this demographic of of person we're not bothered if it doesn't um target greg and dave there's other things for for you too do you know what i mean and i don't love it but also I get it, but I don't I, know. I think the trouble is, there's a geeky part of me that's a completist. Like, I, if, if I'm going to be into something, yeah, yeah. I want to yeah. be into all of it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. it, it doesn't yeah, yeah, sit yeah. right with me that I can, I can't be into it and not have the whole thing. And yeah, and the whole thing isn't manageable. So it kind of put it's like, yeah. ah! <laughs> <laughs> No, I get, I get you. So yeah, they were the takeaways, and that was your news. <laughs> so what you can't see is Greg's children are trying to sneak up on the podcast while Greg has gone making them a drink and they're just giggling. <laughs> right, go on. Great time at Alton Towers yesterday. So much fun. Oh, nice. just, just me and them two. It was just ace. I wish I lived that little bit closer to Alton Towers because I, I would I would go a lot more. But yeah. it's, it's an hour and 15, something like that. And it's yeah. a bit of a pain in the ass to get to as well. So you can never just get there. Well, if you, if you, if you, ever, if you ever wanted to go, we'll go with you. Because we can, we're not, we can, I think we can mm. get you. I think we might be able to get you like 50% tickets as well. Anytime. So well, that's cool. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, awesome. So released on Netflix this week um, or last week was Red Note. Sorry, Gre- the Grey Man. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, <laughs> this is the new. Uh, <laughs> See what you did there. <laughs> this, yeah, you like that. It took a while to hit. Get yeah. You, but, um, so this is the new Anthony Russo, Joe Russo, the Russo brothers directed film. Obviously, that we know them most for their uh, work in the MCU, directing Captain America, uh, Winter Soldier, Captain America, Civil War, Avengers, Infinity War, Avengers Endgame, and then they've gone on to do other things. Uh, They directed Cherry a few years ago with um, uh, Tom Holland, which I did not enjoy. Um, But yeah, there we go. So uh, my wife is FaceTiming me. What does she want? Bear with me. Hi. Zaki. What's up, bud? Ah, say hi to Greg. Hi. Hey, oh, sorry, I forgot you were doing the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. Zaki, where's the spider? Spider. You can say spider now. <laughs> Zaki, where's the spider? Where's the spider? No. I'll FaceTime you in a bit. Okay. Love you, bye. Sorry about that. I rudely <laughs> interrupted. Um... So yeah, so the Great Man stars uh, Ryan Gosling, Chris Evans, Anna Anna Diarmas, Billy Bob Thornton, 
etc etc and basically what it is um Ryan Gosling stars a six a CIA's most skilled operative whose true identity is known to none accidentally uncovers dark agency secrets uh, and then a psychopathic former colleague puts a bounty on his head setting off a global manhunt by international assassins Whew. sorry 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 so what do you think about the gray man Gregory I'm picturing somewhere in Los Angeles a boardroom where you've yep. got a big whiteboard up there and Netflix bosses go in. Yep. Right. Start off. New action thriller. Right. What we're gonna yep. spend what we're gonna spend on this film? Two hundred million dollars. Wow. Okay. So we can basically do what we want. But we need to make yep. the best action thriller you can make, supposedly. Yeah. Right. So we should yeah. get. We should get. <laughs> we should get. Who were those? Who were those guys who made uh, Avengers Endgame, Avengers Infinity War, um, and then get oh, mm. Russo brothers? Right. Yeah. We'll get them in. We'll get them involved. Right. Brilliant. Okay. Where should we set this film? All around the world in every country possible. How should we fil- shoot yeah. this film? Yeah. Dr- drones. Lots of drones. Drones everywhere. Drones are cool, mm. aren't yeah, they? Yeah. Drones yeah. are cool. Um, who, who should we cast in it? Oh, Drive. The guy from Drive. The get that. Get that guy in there. Um, and who else should we get? Oh, Anna Diarmas. She's big at the moment. Put her in there as well. Yeah, the girl well, from Bond. That's go, it, the girl, it. Yeah, girl from yeah. Get the girl from Bond. Who else should we get? Billy Bob Thornton. He's good value. Whack him in there as well. Mash it all together, <laughs> and it makes two hours of just complete intense, albeit yeah. entertaining to some degree, drivel. <laughs> it's just like yeah. what is going on here? This is ridiculous. <laughs> Um, they've oh, gone. They've gone. They've they've gone. Right. What do people want to see in an action adventure? Let's let's think about this. Right. Well, um, there's there's that there's that Denzel Washington film, Man on Fire, where he's like a he's like a, a secret agent kind of thing, and he's got to protect a girl. Right. So we need a we need a kid in it. Let's get there. Okay. So that's one thing. Let's let's we need some like crazy crazy action. Uh, Michael Bay just did all that thing with drones. Right. Get that in drones. Perfect. Uh, in in Captain America: Civil War, there was uh, or no Age of Ultron. Or something. There's a big fight. On a tram and it looks ace. Let's just pinch that. Yeah, yeah. Put that in there, definitely. And we need, what? we need all, we need these three top people who are gonna, gonna be bankable. And everybody, mm. you know, we need, we need, we need Captain America. He's, he's probably the biggest star in the world, and he was quite funny in Knives Out. So let's get him doing that, being a dick. Brilliant. Like, Everyone what, will love that. What else do people like? Oh, Home Alone. Let's put the last finale scene like <laughs> big giant Home Alone. Yeah. Oh man. So yeah, you, oh. you've got. Yeah, you got Chris Evans basically doing Camp Captain America with this Freddie Mercury moustache yeah. and dodgy haircut. Um, yeah. It's it's an action thriller by committee. It's it, you know it's, it is quite entertaining mm. in some, some ways. But um, what annoys me is you got so Ryan Gosling plays six. This kind of like um, yeah, I want to say anti-hero, but he's got, he's not like he's he's mm. like a, a bit of a bad man. He's been in prison, so he's got a he's got a yeah. bad side Oof. to him. Oh, he's been in prison and he's got tattoos, so he's he's a bad man. Um, but he's this, so he gets drawn, brought into the CIA as this sort of assassin, this hired, uh, hired gun. But also, like he's there by duress, and he doesn't know sort of how long. It's yeah. basically said it's indefinite. If they're going to get him out of prison, they've got him indefinitely. But he's a grey man, so which basically means he's expendable as well. So he's highly skilled. Mm. But what annoys me with some of these films is. Like your Mission Impossibles and your Jason Bournes and you know your Bond yeah. films and things like that. Usually, the whole success of the um, 
the protagonist's narrative is down to their skill set. But it really winds me up when 50% of the time it's down to dumb luck. Like all these scenarios yeah. where it's like, well, that was bloody lucky, wasn't it? And now you can continue on for the for the rest of the film without having that. You know what I mean? Mm. And, and that, that I find quite distracting for me. Um, the weird things about it, though, and don't get me wrong, like the drone stuff, it, it, you take a small bit of it and go, that looks quite cool. Like it's a drone that's kind of got yeah. shot through a crowd and then swept up and like yeah. gone above the skyline and it looks good. But it's constant. It's all the time. And I just found it exhausting. There's weird parts where the action, to me, I don't know whether you found this, but did we ever watching it and thinking, it's like someone's just pressed fast forward. Like bits of action yeah. were like, it was like a car would pull out of space. And it would look like it's like literally it's just been sped up on double speed with iMovie yeah. or something like that. Um, it's obviously full of little quips, like he's about you know when he goes into those mercenaries towards in the final act, he puts his mm. hands up, he goes, "You after me?" One thing I've got to ask yeah. you: Are you a forty-two regular? And then they get killed. And so he that's a joke from him. earlier. I oh, know. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, good. I'm I'm kind of like I'm kind of get it sounds daft but I'm getting a bit tired of these like like quippy quirky sassy yeah, yeah. like heroes you know what I mean I've I've quite missed the old like eighties hard man now you know yeah. where they're just like so stern you know and it, and nothing gets by them I'm I'm just like Absolutely. yeah yeah I've seen I, it all before I think they're trying too hard to hit too to hit too many demographics with films like this yeah it's not hundred percent. Because it's going to get you people who like those hardy action sort of hot stuff. It's like going to get you people who like the hard boiledness. It's got a lot of like mm. hard boiled, like, I don't know, um, to make an omelette, you've got to kill a few people. Kill some people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. Um, oh, it, it's just, yeah. Hard the thing work. is, I didn't hate it. I didn't no. hate it. It was fine. But actually, on paper, it should have been, it shouldn't have been fine. It should have been amazing and it yeah. d- just wasn't there was no passion to it it was so like like you say by the numbers it was ticking all these boxes it was like an algorithm had, had come up with this plot or this script for this film do you know what i mean yeah and netflix algorithm probably did they probably looked at the top you know action films on netflix that people are watching and gone right we need that 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 whack it all in here and yeah it was it was gray <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? there's nothing there's no color to it it was just absolutely but fine how uh, frustrating that yeah. it works because you know it worked with red notice like red yeah. notice was like the most most successful netflix film yet or yeah. whatever like film that it'll yeah, be the same yeah. with this it's made 240 million on the box office alone and it's not even a cinema release yeah. it's you know what I mean? I, yeah it's so they'll keep doing it and, and i think you're right it's 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 not so much it's made by a committee, it's made by an algorithm because it's got all this data yeah. about what everybody watches mm. so it can design yeah. something to, air quotes, your taste. Yeah. But it's not. It's, oh, man. No. It's like, it, it's um, like, it's like if you got a, you can get uh, AI to do things like write a book now. Uh, yeah. Write, yeah, yeah, yeah. And write, write a song. And it's like that. It does, but it takes all the art, the the, the heart away from yeah. it. Yeah, they, they they did an AI Nirvana song, so fed fed the computer all these Nirvana songs, and then got it to make a Nirvana song, and it was like, yeah, feels like a Nirvana song, but it's not <laughs> a Nirvana song. Do you know what I mean? And it, that's exactly what this is. It feels like Mission Impossible, but it's not Mission Impossible. 
Yeah. And when yeah. Mission Impossible becomes this, then I'll I'll not like Mission Impossible. Do you know what I mean? We love we love the Mission Impossible films because the there's just something a little you know something special about them, and there was just nothing special about this film in the slightest, which is just so so. A little bit numbing. I don't know. It's yeah, weird, weird, yeah, weird. Absolutely. I, what I will say in its plot, uh, in its favour, it was nice to see people like Chris Evans enjoying themselves. Not that he didn't like being Captain America, and he was brilliant in Knives Out. But yeah, you can tell yeah, they've yeah. just sort of said, "Listen, have do it what up. you want," and you can tell he's gone. He's gone. Real. I can do what I want because I've not been able to do what I want in a film for ten years. So. All right, I'm going to do what I want, and that, you know that was fine. He was quite funny, and uh, you know his his all all his outfits and things. There's a really funny bit. There, there's a big fist fight which takes the Bridget Jones fist fight to another level um, yes. at, the, at the very end, and he like stops. He gets punched in the face or punched in the head or something, and he just like, sits down on a, on a bench and just goes, oh, takes his his slip on shoes off and just empties mm. all the gravel. <laughs> right, tell me this though. What's up? That I'm I feel like I might. Distracting myself at some point, but without giving too much away, Amadiamas is there. Yes, with a with a clear yeah. shot. So they're yeah. dancing. So they're walking around this fountain, and I'm thinking, yeah, oh, he's just going to line them up so he's got the perfect clear shot. What yeah. stopped to taking it? He said something about the kid. Um, I can't. I can't remember. He was. He said something about the girl, and then he was like, "Come on." He said, "Like, come on, cupcake. Do you want to?" And I think he basically says, like, I'm better than you. And Ryan Gosling's like, well, you're not. I'll show you now. And essentially kind of does better. Best him. Anyway, who knows? Uh, It was fine. Would you say, Gregory, that the Grey Man is Jack Frost or Land of the Lost? For Land of the Lost, I'm going to do it. Yeah, I think I am. <laughs> there were some redeeming factors, but it, it ain't great. It really is not. No. There you go. Where can we see The Grey Man, Gregory? The Grey Man is available in, on Netflix now. It might still be in cinemas as well, but doubt it. On the box. I'm going to hijack what's on the box this week, Gregory, for us both, because, you know, a couple of years ago, when we, rather than doing movie train, when we were doing homework, if we both didn't do the homework, we gave ourselves a little punishment. So, for example, one homework we missed, we both went away and we watched Cats. Do you remember? Yeah. 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 Yeah? So, so we've been naughty this week and we've not managed to watch, due to train strikes, we've not managed to watch, um... Uh, high fidelity so I think we need to take a bit of a punishment and we need to watch a particular film okay and there's a film I've got in mind that we need to watch it came out it came out (laughs) it came out earlier this year stars an Oscar winning actor okay slash cult leader (laughs) so I think we should go away this week and we should watch Morbius because I think we'll have a fun time reviewing it next week okay what do you think that That sounds fine to me i mean yeah i've got nothing else to do because i'm on i'm on holiday so uh yeah exactly bastard anyway Uh, cool let us know what you guys are watching on the box this week
And there we go, short and sweet. 101. I like think, me. yeah, we, we might have a, we, to, to keep it up, as it were, throughout the next few weeks, whilst um, we're bodied out a bit. Some, Holidays some and children are about and things like that. Yeah, we, we might be more brief with our episodes, but we'll keep it going. And uh, it just means mm. that, yeah, might, some of them might have, the odd one might not have any uh, space in time. That makes sense. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I want to try and get to watch Nope at some point as well soon because yeah. it's getting very, very good reviews. Cool. Um, so hopefully I'll get around to watching that this this uh, next couple of weeks. Um, what's on the cards for you this week, Gregory? I go to Why Not Festival down the road. We're going to see Stereophonics. Oh, yeah, of course. And then we're going to go back with nice. the kids on Saturday and Sunday, I think. Uh, just for like, we weren't going to camp. We're just going to go back each day. Mm. Uh, and then next week, I'll go to Lego, uh, going up to Traff Centre to do Sea Life Centre and Lego Discovery Centre tomorrow. Um, and, yeah, uh, nice. Then next week, I'm going to go to Warwick Castle at some point. Oof. Um, yeah. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Oh, to be a that. teacher on school. Yeah, what about you? <laughs> you got much planned? Um, tonight, you've... Uh, you're going to hate me for reminding you what I'm doing tonight. Uh, Myself, regular listener of the show, Mark, and our friend Richard are going watching our favourite band, uh, Fat Freddy's Drop in Manchester. But it's a Tuesday night and there's rail strikes, so one of us is driving, so it's not going to be a particularly big night anyway. So there you go. Um, Sorry, who's going? You, Rich, and who? Mark, that's it. Just three of us. Going to grab some food, a couple of drinks. Yeah. It'll be nice, yeah, nice look, little, look nice little Tuesday. What's what's the venue? Um, Academy. Yeah. Oh wow. Academy. I one. need to check where my tickets are actually. Yeah. Academy that's where one. we saw the. That's where uh, we saw the last time, isn't it? Yeah, I think I've I think I've only ever watched them there, um, because I didn't come when you watched them at the Victoria Warehouse. What's it called? Yeah, because I'd had a child. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, cool man. Password this week can be. Um, school holidays. <laughs> yeah. School holidays. Tell us, tell us what you're up to in the school holidays, everybody. Yeah, great. Um, cool, man. I literally have no other plans this week. Like, we're doing nothing cool. this weekend. Can't wait. It's going to be great. Uh, cool. Thanks. You can buy us a beer at buymecoffee.com. Dad's on film pod. Like us, share us, send us reviews. Um, yeah. Thank you for listening, everybody. We always say about this, this this energy just dropping at the end of the podcast. But <laughs> hey, yeah, cheers, Dave. Yeah, yeah, excellent. Yeah, I'm man. Like... See you soon. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> cheers, guys. Hope you come back next week. As always, like, like and subscribe. <laughs> See what? That's probably why they do it in America. It's like that. It's to go against this sort of vibe. I can like you can't seem tired. Hey! All right! Oh, yeah! Come on! All right, you can see us again, same time, next week, right here on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you get any podcasts. See you, Dave! Bye! (laughs) 